When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Each year, approximately 5,000 children are diagnosed with brain cancer. Of those children, nearly 30% will not survive, and many of those that do are left with debilitating side effects for life. We're asking you to help by tuning in to the 10th Annual Team Jack Foundation Radiothon presented by the Home Agency on September 29th. Become a champion for a cure for just $20 a month. Visit teamjackfoundation.org to learn more. Thank you for helping us fight for a cure. Welcome to Hale Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise, with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at Hale Varsity and at Schmitz underscore radio. Call in at 402-466-ESPN or 1-800-825-5865. Here's Chris Schmitz. Back with you, Tail Varsity Radio. We're presented by Currency. Let's talk to Hall of Fame football coach Gary Barnett. Coach, what a weekend of ball, and the coaching carousel keeps on spinning. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. Sitting back and just watching all this uh, take place. It's pretty interesting. It's almost as interesting as the uh, as the games themselves, which you know. But I think we've had a great year so far. I think it's just been fabulous college football. No, totally agree with you, and uh, we'll get to some of the weekend matchups. You know, I want to get your take here. If if Nebraska moves forward with Mickey Joseph, what's that say to you, Coach? Does it say that, man, Mickey's done a hell of a job, which I think he has, or does it say more about the Nebraska job and its desirability? No, I I, I think it says a lot about Mickey. I think that, uh, you know, there's, there's going to be more jobs open, and um, – you know, if, if they think that uh, they've got the guy, then, you know, why not uh, do it right now? Because you're, it's, it's a wise move. Your recruiting becomes substantiated and, and uh, valid and current. So there's, there's lots of reasons to do it now, and I get it, and especially if he's already there and uh, has somewhat of a staff that he wants to keep. So – um, you know, I, I think people in the building know, you know, um, when something like this happens, uh, everybody knows he's the right guy. It's mm-hmm. not just one guy that thinks he's the right guy. So, um, if they choose him, it's because of that. It's because he's had an impact on everybody in the building and, uh, and the players. Gary Barnett with us, Hale Varsity Radio. Coach, you know Mickey well. You know the family extremely well. And, what what's your projection on working for a guy like Mickey? What kind of boss would he be uh, when it comes to not only uh, management, but just from putting a, a staff together? Because Mickey, Mickey loves and, and gets recruiting. He's been phenomenal at it. Uh, you know, it's so hard for me to tell because I knew Mickey when he was not as mature as he is now. And so uh, I don't know how, uh, uh, much of a, a, a young man, <clears throat> young football coach he really is. But um, I know Vance 
uh, much better. But um, and Sammy, as far as that goes. But you know, I I like I said, I think if if this is what uh, uh, the athletic director believes, Trev thinks this is the right thing to do, and and he's won over everybody in the building, then it's uh, you know, it's they've got to feel good about where they think he can take them. Now, put your AD hat on for a moment. Would you make a decision right now? Only if I knew, uh, only if I did out knew that this was the guy because there's going to be other guys come available. And not that you want to hire somebody that's been fired somewhere else, but you want to get to get the best person for your school. And um, if I felt like this was the best person that I was going to talk to and I had a history with him, mm-hmm. then then I'd do it. But I wouldn't do it just because it's that time of year. Gary Barnett with us. Coach, Nebraska had some major issues in the second half against uh, the Illini. Uh, Pretty was uh, not ready, and, and they they went with him. He didn't practice a whole lot last week. Uh, Coach Whipple's got to get a, a second and third team guy ready, most likely because of Casey Thompson's elbow. And your approach, and from a rep, <laughs> from a rep standpoint – it just feels different with um, with backup reps in today's college football practice style. I mean, I remember some of the Colorado teams, man, that you guys would lose a, a Hagen from time to time, and uh, Charles Johnson was always ready, man. He was a great relief pitcher. Same with Nebraska during their title run uh, when Frazier was out. Uh, T.O. had backups ready. Today it just seems like things – unravel when the number two or three guys get get called upon well it's hard to it's hard to get a number two and three anymore because of the transfer portal and the fact that they can you know if they think they should be playing they just up and leave Mm -hmm. and uh, now it shouldn't be that situation for you guys because purdy is one of those guys that up and left someplace and uh came to battle for the position didn't get it so you should have a legitimate backup there um Today, it's. I think it's a little hard to get all the reps in today uh, with everybody's wide-open offense. But to me, I look at the numbers on Nebraska and say, you know what, if you can't run the ball for more than 60 yards and you throw, uh, you have four turnovers, I don't care what you're going to do what you're, with your backup quarterback, you know, th- that's that's a, that's an issue. And so uh, it's, it's complimentary right now, and it has to be, and it, that's not very complimentary. So it's, uh, you know, it's the backup quarterback is an issue. There's no question. And you, everybody wants that guy will come in and, and settle everybody down and put, you know, run the team. But when you're running the team from, from a standpoint of throwing the football, you know, it's, it's a little harder on that quarterback. He's got to be a little bit better. And, and so it's um, becomes so important that your backup quarterback uh, is, as adept as your starting quarterback, as close as you can make it. But like I said, it's hard to get that anymore because these guys leave. Is it in Whipple's DNA to, to, to lean on the run? Oh, probably not. No, no, it, it isn't. But, um, you know, it's uh, – you're in the Big Ten and you better lean on the run a little bit, especially in the West. And so – 
Um, but you know, you got to do what you got to do to win games. I don't, you know, can't worry about what your DNA is. You've got to do what you got to do to win football games. And if that's the best way to win it, then doggone find a way to do it. That's my feeling. And I'm wondering if there's a course correction here this weekend against Minnesota. If you're down to Chuba and there's some uncertainty or some turnover problems or smothers the running quarterback, uh, go go that route. Time will tell with it. Gary Barnett with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. Coach, what would you think of the college football playoff reveal? Your top team was Tennessee, and you've been all over, Rocky Tom. Uh, in yeah. two was Ohio State, Georgia three, Clemson four. And almost 60% of the time, the top four initial reveal end up in the college football playoff. Did you like TCU – being so far down the uh, the totem pole. Well, uh, you know, you you've only got so many teams, so many spots, and you got a bunch of teams that are all playing pretty well right now. So I I think that'll all sort itself out. Um, you know, TCU's TCU still got a, a couple of big games left, but TCU looks like it might it might be one of those teams that ends up. Maybe four and zero and doesn't get in, or not four and zero, but under twelve and zero or thirteen and zero, and doesn't get in, perhaps. But that depends upon, to me, Alabama, if if they if they play and beat either Georgia or Tennessee again in the in the SEC championship, that that SEC title brings with it usually a spot, and so. Um, yeah, I you know TCU's just got to keep playing. They just got to keep winning. And uh, their favor this week against Tech, but they just got to keep going. And you just can't worry about that if you're TCU. You just play it and see what happens. Are you a resume guy or an eye test guy? How do you judge? Uh, well, that's a good question. Um, you sound shocked. A little, a little, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I'm a little bit of both, Chris. A little bit of both. I, uh, I. I want to know who you played, and then I want to see who, how you played against crossover games, if there are any. But uh, I'm a little bit of both. Gary Barnett with us here, Coach. I want to go back to to Mickey here for a moment here, and you're uh, you you have connections down at Arizona State, and I mean you're right in their neck of the woods. What's your take on on Mickey and and his candidacy other places do you think he's a hot commodity outside of nebraska you know i i'd be i'm a little surprised about hearing all that but i i you know i think there's so many so many people putting so much stuff out there right now um you know i i i think arizona states i don't know what to say i think arizona state would would probably lean towards somebody from the West, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, I, and I don't know the relationship with Mickey and the AD, uh, here at Arizona state, but I, yeah, I, it's, it's so hard to tell on stuff like that, I think. Um, and Arizona state's been out there for, for a while. Mm-hmm. So they've, they've been able to do a lot. They've been able to interview a lot of guys and, um, try to get involved with a lot of people. So, they're a step ahead. They're, I think, they're ahead of 
maybe not Nebraska, but they're ahead of Colorado. They're ahead of certainly uh, a couple of the other teams that are like Auburn. But um, they they should be they should have had time to get most of this stuff done. What's your take on Michigan State, Michigan's uh, fiasco no, this boy. past weekend? It, it, that was just pure thuggery, you know. And uh, you know, I think the people at Michigan State need to be held accountable for that. That's just ridiculous. And um, it, you know, I've been a part of one of those things, and and it was it was my guy that did one of those things, and and you know, the only thing I the only way I could address that with him is that that's what thugs do, you know. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to do it, and you're not going to be on this team, so. Um, I, I think they just gotta they gotta clear it up. I think Harbaugh's coming out a little bit too strong, mm-hmm. but um, you, you know, but give you know you want to give the other team a chance to do the right thing. You don't need to be spouting off about it, but give them a chance to do the right thing. I think when you had to deal with it, was it Miami, Colorado? No, I no. This was just when I first started at Northwestern. Oh, and, really? Uh, what happened? Yeah. We had a, a, a fight on the uh, in the uh, end zone at Michigan State, and so you know a bunch of my kids ran off the sideline and got involved, and one of them hit another player with a chair, and so wow, yeah, so you gotta you know you gotta take control of your guys. There was another fight that same weekend with uh, I think Wake Forest was involved with it, and. After that weekend, um, they put out the rule that if you leave the sideline, then you're ejected. So that sort of stopped all that for a while. So, Gary Barnett with us, Sale Varsity Radio. Coach, going to start off uh, with some rapid fire here. Tennessee, Georgia, dogs minus eight. You still singing Rocky Top? Gosh, dang. Well, I'm taking the points in Tennessee, that's for sure. Uh, do they win? I, I don't know how you bet against those guys. Chris, I, I think you got to take Tennessee. How do you bet against Tennessee right now? I mean, they are playing a really high level. So yeah, I'm taking I'm taking the Rocky Top. How how does a guy like Heupel and and even Bielema in year two coach get it flipped around? I think they they've got some good players, but man, they got the buy in. Well, they did get the buy in, and Tennessee Tennessee's always been a you know sleeping giant that that's a program that right guy running the controls is going to be able to do anything he wants. And Heupel's to me, it may be the best play caller in college football. Mm -hmm. And and he's got Herndon hooker who came out of nowhere from Virginia tech. Who's just playing at a really high level, but he's 24 or 25 years old. And you know, that kind of leadership in that position is really, really important. If you can find it, it's hard to find, but, um, they're playing at such a high level. It's unbelievable. And in Illinois, uh, you know, you got to give Brett Bielema credit because, you know, there's a program that's just wallowed around there for years. It's been always been close. They've been a hard out, mm-hmm. but they've never, you know, completed the job like they are right now. Bama at LSU tied uh, minus 13 and a half. Betting, I'm going to take uh, LSU, but win the game, I'm going to take Alabama. Texas down at Manhattan. Boy, did they thump Okie State minus two and a half. Texas, they're they're a, they're favored. How do you get that? 
I don't either. I can't believe you. I don't get that one. So I'm taking Kansas State the points. And, uh, you know, Kansas State's playing really good defense. Mm. And, you know, they beat Okie State 48 to nothing after just they beat Texas. Them. So just crushed them. So I'm, uh, they're playing at Kansas State. I'm going with Kansas State. Uh, this probably tugs at your heart, but uh, Clemson minus three and a half at Notre Dame. Oh, yeah, I I think uh, Clemson's a better team. Mm-hmm. I, I think that should be a good football game to watch, but I think Clemson wins it. And uh, Nebraska coach underdogged by sixteen to Minnesota. Not Ohio State. Fleck and company minus sixteen. Well, it started off at twelve. I know, and all of a sudden it's at sixteen. So, you know what I. Uh, if I'm betting with your money, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Nebraska in the we'll points. Say, we'll say her money. Uh, <laughs> her money. I'm taking Nebraska in the points, but I don't think Nebraska's gonna win this game. Gary Barnett with his coach. Uh, get feeling better. Thanks for a few minutes today. You bet, Chris. Talk to you later. Good stuff from Coach Bar- on Mickey and uh, the Nebraska gig as well. We'll spend some time. Jeremiah Searles coming up. Thoughts on. Minnesota and the Big Red Tail Varsity presented by Currency.